What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Okay. Starting recording, but we will start recording in three, two, one. Boo Kool-Aid drinkers! We are back recording on December 5th, the night after a huge, huge, huge Lions victory. That's right. 40 to 14. Whoa. Lions absolutely blow the tires off of the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Lions moved to five and seven. And and still within striking distance of the playoffs this year. If you thought we'd be saying that a month and a half ago, some of y'all might have called us crazy. But we drink the blue Kool-Aid here. I'm drinking blue Kool-Aid. Okay. And speaking of that, let's get to the blue Kool-Aid crew that is here. So I'm Big Z. Let's get to the rest. We got UJ. Hello, everybody. And Connor. Yo, yo, yo. All right. So, gentlemen, uh, the Lions, as I mentioned, 40 to 14. Second play of the game. Big shout out to Deshaun Elliott. Forcing a fumble. It looked like a big run for the Jaguars. He just absolutely brick walls them, like just just, just annihilates yeah. them and takes the ball out. The Lions get the ball, score a touchdown, set the tone right away. Um, <laughs> it was just a think this game from beginning to end. I, I call it like the, the, you know, the stuff you dream of uh, when you want to watch a Lions game. Something you don't actually think might become a reality yeah. one day. And we saw it in this game. I don't know if you guys felt the same way watching it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Totally. I almost didn't believe what I was watching. This team was per- perfect. As close to perfect as you could be. It was amazing. Yeah. I haven't remembered a game this dominant since maybe that one game at Lambeau, like a few years ago, where we never punched yeah. that game either, I don't think. But mm-hmm. this was just a total dominating performance on both sides of the ball. I never but felt nervous is, about the lead. No, but this is different, though. This seems different than any team I've seen in the past. Just the way that they, they've built it and built it up. And you can just see almost in the last few weeks how the light bulbs just turned on in these players and they're just buying into it. And they're just and not only that, coaches are bringing out the talent in these guys, which now we actually have some talent on this team, probably more than we've had in a long time. And they're bringing the most out of it, too. And these guys all seem to be buying in, like hook, line, and sinker, man. They're all in. It's just a beautiful thing to watch. Beautiful. I mean, you have to give a ton of credit. This is not a great Jacksonville Jaguars passing defense by any means, but, man, uh, Ben Johnson, big shout-out to him. This seems as balanced an offense as you will see in the NFL right now. Like, when you think of the Chiefs, they're very one-dimensional with passing. Um, but as far as like the running and the passing, when everybody's healthy, the Lions, by the way, healthiest report they've had all season, even before the like week one of the season, we didn't have a, a an injury report this healthy. Um, coming together. And when, yeah, it's great to see what Goff can do when he has his full slate of uh, receivers, a, a fair, pretty much healthy offensive line, um, healthy running, like a, Healthy uh, DeAndre Swift, he, he he looks to be back to his old self, kind of in a lot of He's ways. Looking better. Uh, He's looking better every game. Yep, I know, and I had him on my bench in fantasy, of course. That figures. <laughs> yeah, you, had, you had good reason to put him on your bench. So yeah, no, hold it against yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Ben Johnson, uh, you know, I, there's already I I listened to some like national bro- like 
podcast too. Like they, they cover the wrestle league and stuff like that. But uh, Ben Johnson's name is being mentioned a lot, you know, for his performance this year. I, I don't know if the Lions would lose him, but there's, you know, always a small chance that each, every NFL team's looking for. He's going to uh, get interviewed. I, oh, a lot. He will. I feel like after one year, he probably will stay just kind of like Glenn did, but I don't know. Yeah, this is again next year. I mean, Cliff Kingsbury never had as much success in the NFL, and he got hired. This ain't the old NFL, though. Everyone's looking for that next young phenom, you know, and teams are willing to take that shot, seems like, with some of these coaches. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at a guy coaching Miami, you would never uh, pick that guy just because the way he looks. He's ridiculous. So the little bookish oh, little Mike guy. Like, the... like they pulled him out of the library to coach the team or something like that. It's ridiculous. But but these guys, they're taking chances on these young geniuses now, or supposed geniuses. So I I could see him being a hot prospect next year for sure, unfortunately. Well, and especially when you consider what Jared Goff's like. Jared Goff's putting up all career numbers this year. Um, and then the Lions, the Lions PR, you know, this the Lions PR. But nonetheless, I mean, these are the stats for the year. The Lions, uh, through Week 13, their offensive ranks. First in red zone percentage scoring. They scored 75% of the time, touchdown, um, which is insanity. Um, yeah. How good the yeah. Lions are in the red zone. It's, it feels like when the Lions get in the red zone, if, do you guys like get the feeling? It feels like it's automatic. Like, I'm surprised when we don't get it. Yeah. I can't wait feel time when you never score a touchdown in the red zone. So like, you saw the. If you, I don't know if you saw the end of that Jets uh, Vikings game. The, the Jets got down to the one yard line. And could not score. And if the Lions get down yes. one, besides the game against Dallas, of course, <laughs> when we needed right. the, the score the most. Uh, um, it helps to leave Jamal Williams, and we somehow always get the ball to the one-yard line. Like, <laughs> it, it is amazing. We always so get the many one-yard rushing touchdowns. It's crazy. Like I, yeah. I don't know if they design it that way, but it always works out that way, it seems like. <laughs> On rushing touchdowns, specifically. Amazing. amazing. Um, We're tied for third in sacks allowed. Uh, Goff got sacked twice this game, but really, I mean, he's had pretty clean pockets all year. Pretty uh, good. Besides, besides the Patriots game, uh, outside of that. It's worth uh, mentioning, though. It's worth mentioning that he he played pretty well when the pressure was on him, though. And, mm-hmm. and those two ends on uh, Jacksonville are, are no slouches, man. Uh-uh. Uh, Josh Allen and uh, and Trayvon Walker, they they look pretty impressive at times, especially Josh Allen. He looked, he looked, that's his name, right? Am I getting it right? He was, he was incredible in that game, I thought. Uh, the other Josh this, Allen. Yeah, despite the pressure, though, uh, Goff handled it, I think, very well. Very well. He didn't do anything dumb. Threw the ball away when he had to. You know, he just he was yeah. smart. He was smart. This is the best he's looked all season. If he can do this over and over again, I will. we won't need a quarterback. Like, I think those questions will quickly be erased if, if he can be like this more often. Because, man, he sure looked like a franchise quarterback yeah. out there on Sunday. He did. He did. Absolutely. I think uh, the way this season is playing out, um, Jared J- J- Goff is probably most likely going to be back next year. Um, that that would be my guess. Because, like, I mean, I was talking with other people. Like, what do you do? Like, the quarterbacks in this draft are frauds. Are they are they better than Goff, like, at least for next year? Like, this is a no. regime that needs to start winning next year. <laughs> um, I don't. Right. I'm not high on C.J. Stroud and. Bryce Young is going to the Texans, no matter what. Yeah, I used to be higher on CJ Stroud, but now, yeah, I, I, I would agree with you now. Um, Shout out Coach Harbaugh. Yeah, Shout that guy down. 
<laughs> I mean, even be, a couple games before that, like Maryland and such, he was starting to look pretty shaky. Um, and then he yeah, goes back and his film. The guy, like, never Michigan runs. Home. He has no... It, it's weird. He's, like, athletic, but never... Like, he has wide-open running lanes. Doesn't take him. Just kind of bizarre. But, um... Uh, Lions tied for third in rushing touchdowns, tied for third in offense touchdowns. Fifth in first down, six in offensive points. 306 for the year. Again, they had a bye week, so... um. Seventh in yards per game and seventh in yards per play, five point seven six yards per play. Um, and you know, of course, the other big difference maker in this offense uh, is Amon Ross St. Brown. He just continues oh. to be absolutely ridiculous in everything Lord. he does. Um, when Jared Goff is targeting Amon Ross St. Brown this year, they uh, they can comp- they have a seventy six percent completion percentage, seventy six out of a hundred. 100 passes thrown his way exactly this year um, wow. for 830 yards, six touchdowns, and only one interception. Uh, That's crazy. It's insane. <laughs> it's the highest completion percentage uh, from one quarterback to a receiver in the NFL. Uh, it's the steal of the last 20 drafts, man. <laughs> it's it's incredible. It, uh, he's so good. So Brad good. Holmes is just finding these guys in the late rounds that are doing crazy stuff, and it's Giving me a lot of faith in our front office, right? Like uh, James Houston, yes. uh, we mentioned him on Thanksgiving, the sack. They had another yep. sack here at the end he of the has first. Three pack. now, right? Yep, yep, three, two in Thanksgiving, right. and then this one right here. A little like, how about that? I, six I saw a lot of people Mario putting like the Mar- <laughs> Yeah, yep, exactly. The Super Mario yeah. uh, sound effect to like jump and then under uh, rip. It was amazing. The tackle. <laughs> um, was but so man, good. you know. But I, I mean, if you guys had, I, I can't think of a better, like the draft, I think does not have a better option than Jared Goff. Um, and is really risky. And then free agents in the NFL. Uh, I saw Lamar no. Jackson liked uh lion's victory posts on Twitter. <laughs> did he really? Yeah. Well, Lamar, he did. stay away from this team. Keep no one. Just, just put that to rest, please. No Lamar Jackson's team. I don't he think be he, he won't leave backwards. Baltimore anyways. Uh, he is he's a, good. He'll get franchise tag. So good yeah, franchise. They're, they're not going to let him leave. I, I don't no, want I, to get anywhere I, near Detroit. But I mean, that, next year would be Goff's third year in the um, Ben Johnson system. Uh, you, you get a healthy Jamison Williams. Uh, probably another piece or two from the draft, like a lineman that shows yeah. up off the line. Yeah. I, I think next year's. You know, it, it's all shaping up for where the Lions really start hey, going all in on the. Hey, speaking hey, of JMO, those we want JMO chants were awesome. I don't know if you guys heard those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was but, pretty cool. Uh, yeah. I, I kind of expected them not to use him too much, and they didn't really. But uh, man, he's going to be special. You could see the speed even in that game. Oh yeah, it, even when he's in there, it, you know, he affects the play. Uh, just yeah. by. Uh, I mean, they use him on a lot of running plays where he just was running down the field, but still, uh, you know, they're forced to look at him uh, even for a split second, even if they think it's a screen. Only one pass. It was not a great pass. He, he was also out of bounds anyway. So, uh, but it was good to see, you know, him get out there. And he's supposed to be a gunner on punt. Everybody was making like a hoopla about it. Uh, right. I mean, he played it in college. It's his favorite position, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but. <laughs> Like Howie Long, I think on the Fox pregame said this is why the Lions lose because they're gonna they they would put Jamison Williams like their number one, uh, their first round draft pick at Gunner. Like this is like, in, insinuating this is the stoop 
stupid stuff the Lions do, but <laughs> yeah, it's not that bad. I mean, he's getting some live football in. Uh, I don't know. Like one of the reporters like said, it, like, do you want him like getting smashed over the middle as his first live hit in the NFL, or just going out there and like, kind of like running down the sideline to make a measly tackle? So yeah, I have no problem. It was great getting his feet wet. Just throw him in for a few plays. Nothing dangerous, and you know, just yeah. get the feel of being back in a game again. You know. So I thought they used him wisely. Yeah, because it's been a long time. It's been a yeah. long time. Yeah. Long time. So it's been over. I'm it's sure been a year. Going against Minnesota and that secondary, a little bit more. Maybe I feel like we'll we still see like maybe two passes thrown his way this week, and then maybe five the five to seven uh, over the course of like three to four weeks going forward. But it's it's just like y'all said. It's really exciting to see him out there. <laughs> it is for sure. It's so much fun. It, it gets the juices flowing. Got um, the guys now. Like during the whole Patricia era, I never felt like we had any guys. Like they were just like has-beens mm-hmm. from New England, and now I feel like we have actual stars. <laughs> you didn't like the has-beens from New England? <laughs> you know, I, I loved throwing them all a bunch of money for them to do nothing. But I, <laughs> I think the plan we have now is better under Brad Holmes and Brad. We trust. And then uh, with the results this yeah. weekend, the Lions also have the fourth. Uh, they still hold the fourth pick in the draft, uh, so no change there. No, the Rams could have actually helped us also awesome. by winning. Yeah, um, but the Seahawks have like the 49ers still coming up, and the Chiefs. So um, we'll, we'll get into the playoff standings in a moment. But uh, well, the 49ers are lost their quarterback now. They did. They did. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes, they did. But yeah, um, a... yeah. Go ahead. You uh, there's one thing I want to. Uh, point out about this game which stood out to me in a huge way while i was watching it end of the third quarter near the end of the third quarter i i, I turned to uh your brother big z i was sitting next to him and and i go man i, I don't think the lines have a single penalty in this game and then sure enough like on cue they put the stats up on the screen lions zero penalties zero yards and uh jacksonville had like four or five penalties at the time and however many yards oh man it's unbelievable i didn't want to jinx them but it, it was it was unbelievable and then they only wound up with one penalty, which right. was a phantom holding penalty. Oh, yeah. What was, was that called? Yeah, it was, was ridiculous. bizarre. <laughs> ridiculous. It's like the refs are like, uh, we got to throw one at some point here. <laughs> Have you ever seen a game with, like, no penalties? It I does mean, seem like we've been winning the zebra battle lately. Like we, Absolutely. Yeah. Against yeah. the Bears, against the Packers. I don't, I don't remember against the Bills. Maybe that was a little more even. But, uh, but we've been holding our own and being... You know, not making dumb decisions out there, which is really we helping had, us out. Discipline. We had three for 32. Discipline, man, I'm telling you. Three for, three 32, for 32 against the Bills. Um, oh, terrible. Going back here against the Giants, I believe we had almost none. Uh, yeah, that was a we good had, game, too. We had five for 45 in that one, so... I just remember, like, that Bears game, every time the flag was thrown, I was like, it's against the Bears. I just know it. And it was, like, almost <laughs> every time. But the Bears are also awful. So, anyway. Yeah. Th- I mean, th- that game felt like, I-, I think we said on the podcast at the time, it felt like we were playing uh, the old version of ourselves. <laughs> in that yeah, game. It did feel like that, yeah. Um, And then, yeah, against the Bears, two for 15. So, they've been a lot more disciplined. Uh. And 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 it co- it's coincided with these uh, victories, no doubt about it. Uh, playing a clean game of football, because no doubt. Um, I mean, man, this is just all all around complete. I mean, and the Jaguars like said after the game, this they were playing this like their Super Bowl, like their season was on the line. 
and the Lions yeah. uh, really put it in, uh, put them to the grave <laughs> their season. Oh, totally. Because all the talk is about how Lawrence has looked great uh, and stuff like that uh, coming in the game. And there wasn't a yeah. lot. There wasn't as much love for the Lions I thought, considering the month they've had. Um, yeah, the line kept switching back and forth between the Jags and the Lions. Yeah, I had no doubt. We had no doubt. No, I know, but no. like nationally, like, we don't doubt at right. home. You think right. the Lions should be favorites, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Although we're getting more respect against Minnesota, looks like. Yeah, it's a, it's close to like a pick 'em. I think Minnesota's like a one point favorite. So, hmm. and that's a game we should have won earlier in the season. Yep, and we will win it this time. <sighs> yes, yeah, so it's hard to beat a good team twice, right? Uh, but man, were huge, man. Huge. Actually, you know who got the game ball after this in the locker room was uh, Shark. Yep. DJ. Yep. Shark. He played great. A nice deep ball to Shark uh, from Goff. That, that's what we wanted yeah. to see more of uh, this season. That's Obviously, why we got Shark's shark. been hurt. Yeah. Um, but he's there to take the top off. And uh, he he stepped up in this game. It was great. He's five catches on six targets. I mean, <laughs> it was just so efficient. It was the, the Jaguars look like they're playing on the back of their heels all game. Oh, yeah. I, I'm excited. If him and J-Mo can both get going, I think oh. Monra is going to feast up the middle, too, with two amazing deep threats. It's uh, it's going to be fun to watch. I'm excited. Yep. Absolutely. Um, we I mean, we had eight different... Uh, we had receptions from eight different players in this game. So <laughs> everybody got their chance to shine. Brock Wright. I mean, it's nice. Ben Johnson, like, you th- like the Lions have set up the run enough. They're averaging like three and a half, four yards a carry. That's all you need. Um, but he throws in like like the little tight end screen to Brock Wright. Just those little things that Ben Johnson's just doing so well. Yeah. Um, to keep the, this defense off their t- like they have these the linebackers for the Jaguars. I felt sorry for them in this game. They were just running in circles <laughs> all game. They had no idea what was what was coming from where, and it was fantastic yeah. to watch. And then you watch, uh, you know, we mentioned it. A few times this season, but I, I, I'm just going to mention it again because it's so funny to me. Uh, the Chargers, they look hapless on offense and they're led by Joe Lombardi. <laughs> uh, I warned. Yeah. You know, if any Chargers fans are listening to this podcast, they were warned. <laughs> they were I'm warned. I'm sure he's going to be gone after this year. I'm sure Let's he see. will be. And he'll go back to the Saints again <laughs> as like a quarterback coach or something. The Saints oh, just God. keep sending him out to different franchises to destroy them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's a good theory. Let, let's let, let's move to the defensive yeah. side of the ball. Um, it's the name of the success in this that. game again. Mm-hmm. Anyway, defense, defense, defense. Uh, they let Christian Kirk get yes. his a little bit, but other than that, shut down. Christian Kirk had 104 yards uh, receiving, but I mean, really, other than that, yeah. Other, I mean, I thought yeah. Hodge had a quietly pretty solid game. He didn't yeah, do anything flashy, but. Right, I mean, but he's taking on like double hey, did teams, he get a triple sack teams or a half a sack So half a sack, him and Benito Jones. Uh, Bugs went down in this That's game. Hopefully, he's okay. CBD, okay. um, but his backup Benito Jones had a couple hurries, uh, replacing him, and him and uh, Hutch yeah. split that sack, and then James Houston had the other sack. Um, but I mean, just great. Well, if you look at coverage Houston sack, which was, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I would just say, if you look on Houston's sack there, Pascal would have had an incredible rush on that. and would have, would have got there a half second later. Touch was taking on three guys at one time on that very play. Well, that's what, yeah, I was going to follow up. Like, uh, <laughs> you know why Pascal had such a great rush? Because uh, that whole right side of the line, the opposite side of Hutch, 
they had one-on-one matchups, and those that's what you want. It, Hutch is yeah. gladly will gladly take on a double team if it means the other guys on the line are getting one-on-one matchups. They'll take that every day of the week. And another guy that I love having yeah. out there, I think he's a huge different maker, different maker for this defense is John Kaminsky. Oh yeah, uh, Kowalski's the best. That guy's awesome. <laughs> love that guy. Why do you call him Kowalski? Because he's he's Polish. Oh, okay. Are all Polish guys named Kowalski? My last name's Polish. Do you call me Kowalski? Uh, I can start calling you that if you want me to. <laughs> it's you, like that movie. You, and that, isn't that that movie? Remember uh, Grant Torino? That's what I was in Detroit. Remember? Walt Kowalski. That was his name. And he was a badass. So why not? That's what I say. Um, but right. John John Kaminsky, I think him returning this lineup has been a huge difference maker for this defense. Um, just what he does in a run game. Um, and, uh, you know, nice pass deflection, couple solo tackles as well. Uh, but I, I think he's a huge difference maker. Uh, Jerry Jacobs didn't have his best game. He, he missed a few tackles on the outside. Uh, but I mean, it, it's still better to have him out there. Kirby Joseph led the team in tackles again. The man just finds his way around the football. Oh, I love Kirby Joseph. He's just <laughs> he so does. aggressive and so he's just running around all over the place. Oh. You, U of I's finest. U of I's finest. Maybe we'll right. just keep going to the well there next draft. We'll see. Witherspoon, the cornerback. But um, <laughs> anyways, uh, you know, just all around great. And I, I think someone mentioned on our uh, on our. Uh, Chat. Oh, the lady lion, Grace, uh, or little G. She goes by. I'm trying to remember what she goes by right now. I think it's little G. Yeah, it's little G. G. Yep, little G. G. Um, if you want to turn on lady lions, uh, weekly, uh, usually on Thursday episode. But anyways, uh, <laughs> Connor, I think she was sending you the the Aaron Glenn apology. She did. Or something yeah. Like that. But <laughs> I mean, it, the Lions were like a historically <laughs> terrible defense first. I half of the season so there's nothing you, really Big to apologize C. about i i didn't think i had to apologize the forum was like i want to apologize to aaron glenn and it gave reasons like i gave into the twitter hate i'm jealous of him there's like a couple other reasons she selected i'm jealous of him i think for me <laughs> um i i don't want to apologize to aaron glenn but i will say he's done a terrific job since i started hating yeah. him and the lines are getting up 35 points a game. Like, no, I yeah. don't want to apologize. That's terrible. Now we're almost out of the playoff race because of and it. If, so. And if that defense was better for like half that time, we're in a playoff spot right now. So. Can you imagine if we had that defense the first half oh, of the season? We'd, 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 we'd be, we would be like, contending with the Vikings for the division. Yeah. We would already <laughs> have a playoff spot wrapped up. Yeah. Not trying to scratch and claw our way to a, the seventh seed in the NFC. So anyway, Lil G, we 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 strongly disagree with your sentiment. <laughs> yes, Lil G. Sorry. <laughs> Apology denied. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but Connor, I think we need uh, your uh, segment uh, this week. Who's your who's your clown of the week uh, in this game? I was talking to Lil G about this when the game is so thoroughly dominant. I don't even know who to make the clown of the week. I guess my clown of the week. You can is... be an opposing team member. Yes. Too. Well, I was going to make it. Uh, I was going to make it Vegas for once again, fading ah. the lions. Yeah. And letting us make free money on the spread every week has been great. And they're not going to learn because they're going to do it again against Minnesota. And we're going to win by at least 10. And I think that's my clown of the week is, uh, is Vegas in general and, and all the haters, all the media, that don't buy into this Lions team. Although we are 
I will say, starting to get a lot more national respect um, this week, especially. And, and the people are talking Definitely. like, what can the Lions do to make the playoffs? At this point, I think it's went out, honestly, yeah. with that stupid yeah. tie with the yeah. Washington. Yeah. Um, that was annoying. But yeah, clown of the week, Las Vegas. So the Lions right now, um, let me go to the, the standings here. And then I have the percentages as well. Per uh, So right now, obviously, the Lions probably not going to, you know, the, the Vikings haven't clinched the division yet, but the Vikings have to lose on the Lions win out in order for the Lions to win the division. I guess not. It starts this week. Um, yep, it starts this week. <laughs> um, but as long as the Vikings win one of the remaining uh, five games or the Lions lose one of the next five, then the Vikings will clinch the division. So the Lions are really trying to go for that seventh seed in the NFC. The sixth seed right now is the New York Giants at 7-4-1. and one. The seventh seed is the Seahawks at 7-5. and five. And then the Commanders are 7-5-1. and one. And then there's the Lions in at 5-7. and seven. And closely behind them is Atlanta and Green Bay at 5-8. and eight. Um, But really, the Lions are like the last of the barely hanging on by a thread teams uh, to get uh, into the playoffs. Now, 538 is giving them an 8% chance as of tonight to make the playoffs. But if you go on 538, if you go on their website and you, you know, you do the simulation, if the Lions were to win out, it gives them a, hold on, got to fill it out. It gives them an 83% chance to make the playoffs. Mm, Even that's at doable for sure. That's doable. I mean, I think our toughest game is probably this week against Minnesota. Maybe uh, at Green Bay. Yeah. No, I was going to say in New York, at New York Jets is a uh, tough New York's going to be a tough I, one. I think the Jets are frauds, personally. I, I mean, the Lions have already played there once this year, so they have experience going there and playing. So that's a plus. True. I, I, I think Carolina will be our easiest game, and then I think Minnesota will be our hardest. But I could be wrong. Yeah. The Bears the second last week, uh, hopefully. Green Bay feels like a trap too. Last week of the year. Yeah, maybe Aaron Rodgers will be retired by then. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> Big Z. I just think uh, the Lions are gonna have to return but, there. If yeah, the playoff spot yeah. because we're it's undefeated after, together uh, at Lambeau. Mm-hmm. It's a week after uh, New Year's too, so nothing, nothing much goes on that week. Nope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep it on your calendar. They might need us. I think they will. I think they will. That would be great. That would be fantastic. Because yeah. I think the last time we went, uh, Connor, up there, the Lions, that was on Monday night, and they clinched the playoff spot after. Yeah. After, and we can repeat history. Punt. They didn't punt till like, the end of the fourth quarter or something. So we have a very good oh, yeah. track record. Hmm. Not to brag, but we're great. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, man, so th- that's where the, it stands in the playoff standings right now for the Lions. Uh, it's still kind of a... Long shot, but not impossible. If the Lions went out, it's very good chance. But every game for them is a playoff game for the rest of the season. So, <laughs> um, but man, like yeah, yeah. Ugh, it's it really sucks. The Lions just couldn't pull out like one of those earlier ones uh, in the season where they had the lead late. Um, I mean, they look better than the Giants, the Seahawks, and the Commanders right now. <laughs> it's a killer. Yeah. And it's really annoying yeah. that a team like the Buccaneers or the Panthers or the Saints. Um, all have a chance to, or even the Falcons, they all have a chance to make the playoffs because whoever wins that division is most likely going to be under 500 at this point. 
and that's painful too. <laughs> well, you know, you're in one of those divisions, we'd be in first. Like, you can't live yeah. in the past, Big Z. You can't live in the past. You, you know, what is is what was happened has already happened. You forget about it, man. Just enjoy what you're seeing right now. And if we don't make the oh, playoffs this year, well, you know, it'll, it'll suck. I hope we make it. I, I want to make it. If we don't, I don't think it'll be because of the Lions. It'll be because of the numbers. And but uh, never, uh, which was caused by the Lions. <laughs> I'm just saying it. But this team, I don't think they care who they play. Like they're just like hungry Lions. Look at their meat, man. I mean, they don't even give a shit who there is out in front of them. I don't. They they they, in the, yeah. they just don't care. They're they're gonna beat them, whoever it is. And, and and I just hope this continues because it'll be a great last few weeks of the season. It'll be awesome. Yeah. It's There's so no cool one in the watch. NFC. I really fear if we hypothetically make the playoffs. I don't. Who do you fear in the NFC? Like for place, like I. Nobody. I like the AFC is a lot scarier than the NFC. I would agree. Yeah, with the Bills, the Chiefs, um, the Bengals. Yeah, all all very, the Bengals suddenly look amazing. You know. Yeah, yeah, they figured it out. They figured it out. They got a little rough start, uh, but they figured out earlier than the Lions uh, did, unfortunately. So that they, is true. They turned around a little earlier than we did. Too bad we're not playing them um, right now. I'd love to play them right now. Who the Bengals? Chiefs. Yeah, bang Bengals. Oh, play the Bengals. Oh. Chiefs. Let's play them all. Gives a shit. I want to play anybody as long as it's in the playoffs. <laughs> I'll play anybody in the playoffs. I don't just... care. <laughs> I'll play. I just want to. <laughs> Yeah, that, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why did Nick Saban um, get to do a ten-minute like put us in the playoff speech? That was annoying. Anyway, sorry. Back to NFL. Wh- when did you do that? <laughs> At the halftime of the Big Ten championship, they let Nick Saban go on a ten-minute rant about how Alabama should be in the playoff, and it was oh uh, well. His wish was not granted. Clearly, nope, it was not. <laughs> he just oh, annoys God. me. Sorry, I know that's really off topic. I just mini rant there. He, he's my second clown of the week. <laughs> That's a well. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he's my secondary clown. <laughs> well, one bit, anyways. Um, regardless, um, man. So the Lions. Uh, I mean, this is all around. I mean, did you guys? Is this better than what you hoped for? Is this exactly what you hoped for in the re, in the retooling second year of this retooling? Uh, the Brad in the Brad Holmes Dan Campbell era. I, I think it's what we've dreamed about right now. I mean, mm-hmm. I talked to Rudd Dog about this. We talk almost every day and uh we talk about this stuff and we say, what if this, you know, if this happens, Campbell can get these guys to do that and so on and so on. And it's like it's all happening in front of our eyes. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing these guys just grow up so fast and and just play so great. They're so well coached. It's just fun to watch man I, I i'm just enjoying the heck out of it i don't know how to praise it enough uh, what campbell has done with this team changing the atmosphere around the team and uh the, the culture it can't be you can't say enough about it it it's been totally. night and day what he's done with this team and it's gonna have dividends down the line too and you'll see free agents actually maybe want to come here it's it's oh, gonna yeah. be right it's gonna be so much fun man when, when you need that one guy you know to put you over the edge you know, your Von Miller or whoever. I mean, They're this will be a destination. Yeah. We're, I and like Connor mentioned, uh, Lamar Jackson's liking Lions victory posts. So yeah. <laughs> there's a little Whether love you out want there. him or not, it's like oh, cool. Oh, I mean, to me, I mean, we want to make the playoffs. It is cool, obviously. though, yeah. But to me, 
like the biggest thing that Campbell needed to do this year was like it's restore the hope and restore like the belief in this franchise and the fans and the players, everybody. And that's happened. Like even if they lose two of yeah. their remaining games and don't make the playoffs, I still think the belief's gonna be there. Like remember at the end of Patricia year two, we kinda had to gaslight ourselves into thinking he was magically gonna turn it around in year three. We don't have to do that. Yeah. Like we know yeah. we see the path. We know we got one of the best GMs in the game. We got one of the best coaches, one of the best OCs in the game. And we're going to be just fine. Like, I'm not even worried about it. I'm, I'm excited, if anything, for the future. Yes. And I haven't been able to say that for a long time. Ever. Exactly. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> not since we started I mean, this podcast, at least. <laughs> yes. Every new We started this podcast. We were one of Patricia. No. I've been watching this team a long time. And I'm a perennially hopeful person when it comes to rooting for my team. And... And uh, every time we get a new regime, I hope for the best, only to be disappointed time after time after time. <laughs> this thing feels like nothing I've ever seen before. This is totally different, completely in every which way you can think of. And it's just nothing but good right now. I, I just can't wait for every Sunday. I, I just look forward to it now. It's, it's amazing. So those same old Lions fans out there, because I read a lot of comments on you know Pride and some of these other sites. You know, and sideline report. And uh, there's still a lot of those same old Lions fans out there that are saying, ah, yeah, it was a bad team. You know, wait till we play a good team. Uh, <laughs> then they're going to they're gonna suddenly get good and get close, and they're going to dash your hopes with this and that. Just just the same old defeatism. Man, just, just bask in it for a little bit, would you? Drink this the Kool-Aid. Drink the Kool-Aid and bask in this glory just for a little while while we have it. It's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful to watch. That's all I can say. Yeah, what what did Campbell say at the end of Hard Knocks? It was like the last line, like the the twenty twenty two Lions can and will. Is that when he was speaking yeah. for like thirty years about what? To right. Say? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I believe yeah. he said they can and will. Right. Yeah. Right. He did. Yeah. I think they can and will is what he said. So we're not going to recreate the pause, but we could. It'd be easy to do. Just <laughs> shut up for about three minutes. But, uh, KJ can put it in post. We'll, we'll add a three-minute pause. Anyway, just enjoy. Yeah, the 2022 people. Detroit Lions will be the team that can and will. That's what he said. Yep. Uh, right, so. I'll take that. Uh-huh. Kelvin Shepard, uh, the 2022 Lions will put the NFL on notice. Uh, so they are doing that. And, oh, you know, speaking of Kelvin Shepard, then, I mean, and, well, uh, Anteloni, another great game out of him. He has yep. really like turned the yep. jet engines on the last like four weeks, along with the rest of the defense. Yeah, he is I, all over the place. We want him back this year, and he's <laughs> going crazy. Well, you guys didn't. I will uh, admit, I did don't not don't want him include back. me in that one. I actually, I mean, I, I included you. I mean, just because of the rest of the linebackers, I was, I, I think I was fine having him, but I, I wasn't like super high on having him. I. Uh, and I'm not even saying he was playing great all the time, but his motor was so unbelievable. And he, yeah, you can never hustled. deny that he's giving up. Like he's not I mean, like one some... of those Cardinals guys that are like just letting the guy walk in the end zone. <laughs> but there's something to be said for that. And uh, you know, and and now he's he's like everyone else. He's getting it. it. It's clicking now. It's clicking for everybody. So now he looks like he actually knows what he's doing, and that hustle on top of oh. it makes him even better. I mean. And the fun. Lions in the in the next year's drafts can like get a Will Anderson or a Jalen Carter. Ooh. Oh my God, Jalen Carter! Hey, how about how about that uh, game? SEC championship. 
where he picked up the quarterback mm. and just raising his, his hand up. Oh, yeah, together. that was crazy. Bengals hit with one, raised his hand in the other. To that was hilarious. The- oh, my God, that was hilarious. <laughs> That's a big athletic man right there. I, I, oh, I'd love if we got him, man. That would be, and we got a chance maybe too. Oh, you, you, know. um, you know, Romeo Cuaro is supposed to be back this week. He, uh, the, uh, even if he, when he comes back, he'll play maybe like two snaps or right. four snaps. Uh, it's going to, we're not going to see, but regardless, um, you put in Jalen Carter along with Ali McNeil, who's really stepped up this year, Hutch, and then you, I mean, Jalen Carter, Will Anderson, and then you go out in the free agency and get like that one last piece to complete out that starting four. Uh, man, it's Lord. just a lot of fun to think about. As oh. Connor mentioned, and both of you guys said like the excitement uh, and where this franchise can go, the ceiling is a lot of fun. And will Derek Goff be yeah. part of it? I mean, we talked about it. He'll uh, be there next. I think year. we're all leaning to yes as of right now, which we couldn't confidently say when we started. It would kind of be we had a lot of conversations about it. So. <laughs> It kind of be sweet justice in a lot of ways, you know, uh, for, I don't know, for Lions fans who felt this by Stafford wanting to get out and uh, for Goff, who, yeah, for him, obviously, it would be, you know, you couldn't ask for more. But uh, I don't know. I would love to see it personally. It would be kind of fun to see him take this team to the Super Bowl. Absolutely. Uh, but, yeah, uh, it would be fun to see him take this team to a Super Bowl. Or yeah, anybody. So, yeah, I was going to say anybody. anybody. Just, well, just get there. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I'll give you that, but. I think it would be a little extra special for some reason if, if he were to do it. So, for whatever mm-hmm. reason, my personal opinion. But there you All go. right. So, I think we're going to wrap up the podcast here. Um, but, man, just if you can't tell, we are drinking blue Kool-Aid hard because it's well deserved. Uh, and it's just flowing more fluid than ever. <laughs> it's, it's the viscosity. Yeah, it's, it's very it's fluid. It's flowing, baby. It's running like water. It's everywhere. Man. In it over here. It's an ocean of blue Kool Aid. It's getting into my equipment. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to record soon with all this Kool Aid. It's very effervescent. The Kool Aid is effervescent. Ooh, effervescent. Ooh. Yeah. That's Big Z's Ooh. word of the week. Effervescent. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so um, there's always a good stopping point in the pod. I think that might be it. Uh, <laughs> On that <you> know. note. <laughs> Uh, so we want to thank everybody for listening. We want to thank, of course, our listeners, uh, first and foremost. We also want to thank SidelineReport.com for hosting the podcast. Mm-hmm. We really appreciate that. But you can also find the podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Please download. Please subscribe. Please leave a review. We'd really, 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 really appreciate that. Um, we definitely check them out. And then thank you to our producer, KJ. 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 Ah, not our best, but that's all right. Work on that one. Kind of forgot there was only three of us. So I was like waiting <laughs> yeah. for someone else to jump in. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, well, we know Bob and uh, Rudd Dog are also like through the moon. I, you know, this might be the closest that Rudd Dog's prediction has ever actually come true as well. Yeah. Uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't actually go back and check what he, I can't remember what he predicted, but he always says lines sure... by a billion. So if it's a blind, I know. So I think this, this is the closest it's actually ever been. It's all about keeping the faith, play. boys. Keeping the faith. That's what it's all about. <laughs> um, Man, I'm forgetting something. Uh, thank you. But anyway, uh, Instagram at drinking the blue Kool Aid, Twitter. At drinking lion sauce on there. Let us know your thoughts about this Lions roster, where they're headed. Is Jared Goff the answer for next year and the future? Uh, 
James Williams thoughts. Give us all your thoughts. Reach out to us on the social media and let us know. Otherwise, uh, we're going to wrap it up here. Again, thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be back later this week to talk about the preview for the Lions hosting their third straight home game and bringing in the Minnesota Vikings in a revenge game for earlier yeah. in the season. The Lions have a new kicker. Uh, oh, that, that was the other thing I forgot to mention really quick. Michael Badgley. How nice is it to have like a kicker that's pretty automatic? Oh, of course, he missed one on Thanksgiving. Yeah. That probably cost us the game. But <laughs> other than that, yeah. he's been money. The, the money badger is returned. That, he went by that nickname. Sign him. I, I, I heard Jack. Camp. I heard Jack Fox wants out of Detroit now because they're not letting him play. But, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't know. That's a pretty nice gig, you know, make a million dollars and just do nothing on the sideline. But he's under nice. contract. We're keeping him. Sorry, Jack. <laughs> there it goes. All right. So thank you everybody for listening. Greatly appreciate it, and we'll see you later this week. But last but not least, as always, go go. Oh, yeah. Forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain. Alliance victory! Go! Go.